0: Hello and welcome to Tap with Alternative Therapeutics. I'm Brittany. I'm Olivia. And I'm Chase. And today we have a special guest with us. We just started an intern. Her name is Mary Beth. Say hi Mary Beth. Hello. <laughs> and she's going to be joining us for our conversation today on some of the common myths about therapy. Today is Common Myths and Misunderstandings About Therapy. This was a blog topic that I wrote about on the website. Feel free to check that out on trainyourbrainohio.com. We're just
1: gonna <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know our website. do. <laughs>
0: uh, we're just going to kind of have a conversation about some of the common myths and misconceptions that people might that might keep people from entering therapy or might keep them from getting the help that they need. Uh, so, yeah. What do we want to start with what what do you, what do you guys hear often with clients or friends, family things that come up often about why people don't go to therapy or think it's for the birds?
2: I think a misconception of what therapy is
0: mm-hmm.
2: I think people think it is where you just come in and talk about your problems, which that's a like a maybe a G&B small percentage ornament? sure of what it actually is
0: yeah so go ahead no i was just gonna say so people think it's just a time to like vent right yeah
2: which i mean that's a part of it Mm -hmm. but then it's that's the counselor's job okay like so you've got that out so what are we doing now you know Mm -hmm. what are we going to do with this
0: kind of thing in the journey exactly yeah i think especially i mean there's so many different approaches to therapy but i think all of us here are pretty action oriented that you know it's like Okay, so we've got this problem, mm-hmm. but what are we gonna do about it? And what you know, tools and techniques do we need to put into place? And how are we gonna help you to cope with this and change your outcomes moving forward, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I think a big one is a misconception that people think that when you go to counseling, it's because you have a major crisis going on, like you just got a divorce or are grieving a loss um, or people who have major mental health conditions like schizophrenia or, mm-hmm. you know, things like things like that that aren't super common. Um, but that's a big myth that I really like to try and debunk because, I mean, I'm in therapy right now and my life's great, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's It's one of those things that can be just a really great time to reflect and heal and do some deep work on maybe really old things or just get some, you know, sound... Uh, sound advice, or not—not not even advice, but a, a um, balanced ear to listen to what's going on and kind of give some feedback.
1: Yeah. No. And I think I tell everybody that they need to go to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody I talk to, they're talking to me, and I'm like, "Go to therapy." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like even if you don't even really feel like you have something that you need to work on, or like something that's bothering you, it's just nice to be able to go somewhere and have like an unbiased opinion and just kind of help you talk things out and figure out like your life (laughs) in general. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to have some major mental health crisis or mental health issue. Um, And I think that's also part of why people don't go to therapy is because they don't want to be like diagnosed with a mental health issue. Mm -hmm. It's like, I feel like I'm okay. I don't feel like I have anything major going on. And so I don't want to be like, labeled as something exactly Mm -hmm. but that's also another myth is that like because you're going to therapy you're you have a mental illness right
0: Mm -hmm. right luckily there's I mean so just to kind of touch on that with if you're using insurance technically you do have to have a Mm -hmm. diagnosis yeah to receive therapy but luckily there's some really vague ones out there for people who are they call them adjustment Mm -hmm. disorders for people who are just kind of going through a period of change and you know it's not really a true mental health
1: yeah diagnosis. and like who's not going through change <laughs> Right.
0: yeah so. COVID. so yeah that is definitely true um let's see what other ones come up for you guys when
1: you think about myths related to therapy i think that people go to therapists like for advice mm-hmm. um you know even going through school it's a lot of counselors kind of go in with the idea that they're like Going to be giving advice, and that's something you learn through school that, like, no, you're not giving advice, you're just kind of the sounding board for their options and helping them figure out like where they want to go with it versus you telling them what they should do. Exactly, that makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of beat into your head, isn't it? Like, all of us have
0: been through grad school, like... Do not give
2: advice. Do not... It's like, (laughs) it's like
0: the number one rule. Like, it's not... That's not your role. Like, you are there to help support the person in making their own choices and decisions and helping them, like, find out what's important to them. What are your values? You Mm -hmm. know, that is... That needs to come from the person. Mm -hmm. Because the only way that somebody's going to make change really is if it comes from them, I Mm -hmm. think, right? We can suggest things all day, but they don't like the idea, they're not going to do it, so. Right.
2: right. Maybe that's a good segue into what is the difference between seeing a counselor and just talking to a friend.
0: hmm Yeah, yeah. That is a good point because friends can be great sounding boards too, right? Like, I think we all have those friends that are good listeners and maybe give good advice mm-hmm. or have been through similar issues. But what is the difference between a therapist and a friend? It's a good question.
1: Typically, like with my friends... I will give them advice and I'll be like, Mm -hmm, I want what's best for you. And this is what I think is best for you. And I go based off of like a completely biased opinion, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. whereas like
2: you have some value in that person's life, right? Like you are in that person's life component of being together. You have a specific role.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I
2: think counselors don't have, you take that part out, right? They're the unbiased person that has no no impact in your life. It's just one person here that's going to give you like, help you reflect on like what is going on in your life mm-hmm. as opposed to someone that knows the other people, the inner workings of your life and knows how to like calculate that. And will give you a response that they might think you want to hear.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. As yeah.
2: opposed to what counselors do. Yeah.
3: I actually had a, um, a friend in crisis call me last night out of the blue and she was crying really upset and so i was listening to her for a long time and um mostly not saying a lot because wanting her to be able to process and stuff um and eventually i felt so awkward because i was like friend counselor friend counselor yeah. like you have to I had these hat. hats mm-hmm. right and so i was like mm-hmm. there's that counselor hat over on the wall like how do i you know and she's expressing this desire for like wanting to know what to do and stuff and so I'm like um okay so I'm just going to share what I'm thinking there are two hats that I have there's the counselor hat that I have over there and then there's the friend hat and I'm invested in you and that's that friend part of me and then there's this other part of me that has you know this more like removed like perspective Yeah. yeah perspective and like ideas of like how to go through a process of something rather than knowing like her particular situation and and mm-hmm. seeing like what might be best for her as my friend. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. we ended up kind of blending those, but it was, it sure. was difficult. I <laughs> sure. think it all, is.
0: I definitely remember that in grad school too, is like, as you're learning this new skill, you are really trying to figure out like, when do I apply this and what is this appropriate? Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, those skills certainly helping your relationships too, but yeah, it's definitely different when you're in the friend seat versus the counselor seat and how you relate to people and talk to them and you know, so
1: Yeah. My issue is kind of like with my friends, I have no issue telling them how I think about things. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, this is what you should do and this is why you should do it. Whereas like when I'm in a session, I have to kind of like take that piece away and it's difficult for me because I I do just tell people like it is. And I Mm -hmm. do just like say what I think. So that is something I do always have to reflect on and make sure that like that piece isn't coming into my sessions with Mm -hmm. me because that's not, that's not my job. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Yep. So I think with a counselor, you'll get support and safety, Mm
1: -hmm. right?
2: Non-judgmental feedback. Yeah. Right. Confidentiality. Confidentiality. Mm -hmm. Um, Not someone that's going to give you the answers (laughs) because that's not, I think there's no switch in your mind that you can switch and then everything's better, right? There's, that's not something that happens. What else?
3: They're also completely removed from your life. the situations in it so Mm -hmm. if you have a friend they're invested in your life they have a role in your life Mm -hmm. whereas the counselor is separate so they don't have a vested interest in the situation going one way or another
0: you're specifically Mm -hmm. here for the only purpose which is to serve you right and Mm to help you not the members of your family not your you know not the whole system Mm -hmm. it's just about the client Mm -hmm. and so i think that can be really helpful you know if you've never experienced something like that to have just the sole focus being on Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. right yeah um one that i wanted to touch on for sure and i think you know chase can definitely relate to this is that uh sometimes clients think that therapy should always make them feel better that,
2: Mm. you know,
0: that every time I leave, I should be, you know, floating on clouds and feel like lighter and lifted and things like that. And Mm -hmm. I want to get your take on that.
2: Well, I, that's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Just (laughs) not. Especially like with the kind of work that I do a lot Mm -hmm. of, Mm -hmm. it gets worse before it gets better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's a lot of times where that getting worse um, is part of the process for you to get from, like, this side of the street to that side mm-hmm. of the street.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: some people aren't ready for that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just and, that's okay. yeah. And... and that's okay. And that's <laughs> okay, right? Like,
2: you have to go at the pace that you feel comfortable. That's why, with a counselor, it, they're always going to make sure that you're on board and you're in the driver's seat and you're the one who is making the decisions of, like, what you want to see happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think we all... Try and give our clients fair warnings, to let them know that, you know, with whatever therapy we're using, whether it's just, you know, general talk therapy, EMDR, neurofeedback, mm-hmm. all of it is likely to stir some stuff up and, and really make you reflect on things in a way that can feel pretty crappy mm-hmm. and, you know, really stir up some emotions that have been latent or denied or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, but in order to get to the other side of the road, like Chase was saying, you really do have to go through that stuff. Mm-hmm. If you want to feel better. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, it's, I think it's just so brave for people to enter therapy in the first place, knowing that mm-hmm. you're kind of entering some treacherous waters,
1: okay. you know? Yeah. Well, because if you think about it, like a lot of times the reason people are in therapy is because of some like undealt with <laughs> issues versus just, you know, as we said, like, you know, it doesn't have to be something like that. The reason you go to therapy, right. but a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. And, you spend your whole life not dealing with something; it's gonna hurt when you do finally start to deal with it. It's mm-hmm. not; it's like you've just patched it mm-hmm. up with a band aid <laughs> when you really need stitches, mm-hmm. and yeah. so it's it's not gonna might be infected under there, right? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. All the yeah.
0: pus and yuck out. And... <laughs> and
2: also, like saying something out loud mm-hmm. feels and sounds so different from it just going in your head. Like mm-hmm. you, know, you know, it's totally That's a really different. Good point, yeah. yeah.
0: Feels like heavier, but also like can really lighten things when you just put it out into yeah. the world. Yeah, know, and talk about it. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, it allows your brain to process it in a a way that it can't when it's silent. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it brings into a fuller level of consciousness that can't happen before you talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So.
0: Absolutely. Cool. Was there anything else that we missed as far as major? myths in the therapy world. Um, There's a ton of them out there, but Yeah, I
1: think think one that like came up for me is that a lot of people say, Well, I've been in therapy before and it didn't really do anything Mm -hmm. or it didn't really work. And Mm -hmm. the thing about that is, you know, every therapist is different. And you know, it's not like you you meet somebody, you're not immediately gonna become best friends with them, right? There's there's a lot of people in this world, right? You don't click with everybody. Mm -hmm. And so um, going to therapy, if you don't feel like that connection Mm -hmm. with your counselor, it's okay to switch counselors. It's okay to, to do that because
0: it's not a one size fits all.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's, I guess, another one that I wanted to touch on too. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And, and to, you know, I, I usually encourage, like if I'm talking to a friend or a family member and trying to encourage, you know, helping them find a counselor, I, I say, you know, don't just judge it on the first time, Yeah. Do three, four, five sessions before you say, all right, this is definitely just not a great fit for me, but try, try again. Like please try again.
2: And let them know.
0: Yeah, please, yeah, let Let your counselor know.
2: If your counselor says something that offends you, let them know. Because that's (laughs) the safest place for you to deal with that kind of conflict. Absolutely. That's
3: true. Say it
0: louder. I love that. Yes, because there's so many times that you know, clients will you know quote ghost on you, and yeah. it's like I would love, love <laughs> to have some feedback on, sure. like where where you felt like th- this didn't fit, or if there was something I said that was offensive. Like us as counselors, like one of our main roles is to be self reflective and to mm-hmm. learn from you know areas of weakness or blind spots and things like that. And so we, most of us, really like that feedback. Yeah, mm-hmm. if it's say hard. Kind, right, but, but it can be yeah. hard. Right, but say in a kind way and let yeah. us know you know, that things aren't working in, in one way or another. Like, we really do appreciate that feedback.
2: And, like, ethically, it's part of our job to, like, find you someone who is a good fit if we're not. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah.
0: That, too. Like, in yes, communicating, like, I don't think this is working for me. It is, it is literally our job to help you find right. somebody else who is. Like, we're so not allowed so to if, abandon you. Yes. So if you ghost
2: us, we can't do that. So. Exactly. <laughs> so don't ghost us it's because we will still help
0: you. We won't take it personally, and we will help you find an awesome fit for you. So... Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for the great combo guys. It's been fun. And thanks Mary Beth for joining us. We're excited to have you as a part of the group.
3: Yeah. I'm yeah. excited
1: to be here. <laughs> All right. Well, next time we'll be talking about, what did we decide? Positive, positive, <laughs> toxic. Toxic,
3: toxic positivity. positivity.
1: Yes. Uh, you can follow us on social media at alternative therapeutics on Instagram. And then we're also alternative therapeutics on Facebook. Feel free to give us any feedback you have, and we'll see you next time. Peace out.